The message you're about to hear has been made possible by the continued financial support of the friends and partners of Faith Hill. To find out more about how to become a partner, be sure to visit faithhill.tv. Faithfield Church, actually Teredes here, so excited to bring the Word of God to you today. Hey, I'm so honored to be speaking to you today. And uh, man, thank you, Pastors Tafara and Chipo, for giving me this opportunity. Man, we love you guys and uh, love serving the Lord together with you and all Faithfield family right now, whatever campus you're involved in, or even if you're just online, you know, just watching online. I know everyone's watching online today, right, because of, uh, because of the lockdowns. I just want to say a few things before I get into the Word of God. First of all, um, not being able to meet in person again, you know, we could look at that as, as a real negative. I believe it's a, you know, it's an attack on the church. Do not forsake the gathering of the brethren. You know, we, we need to be together at least weekly to encourage each other to worship the Lord together, corporate worship and things like that. But you know what? What the devil means for harm, God can turn around for your good. And I believe this is going to help Faithfield Church. I believe that you're going to come out of this lockdown even stronger than before. I said this back in, I believe it was February or March. I said, as the world takes one step back, you know, the world's taking one big step back. The body of Christ, the church can take two big steps forward. And I believe in Faithfield Church, you're taking two steps forward. And you know who Faithfield Church is? Faithfield Church isn't just pastors to Farah and Chipo. It's not just the leadership there. No, Faithfield Church is you watching right now. If you're connected to Faithfield Church, I'm talking about you. You can take two steps forward as the world is taking one step back. I'm telling you, I'm excited for these times. These are, these are unprecedented times. You know, 2020 was, uh, was a crazy year. But I was just talking to my friends here. I don't think 2021 uh, might be that. Di- I'm not sure we're going to have that much uh, peace. Everyone thought, well, as soon as 2020 is out of the way, Everything will go back to normal. I'm not so sure. I think the world is still crazy. I think there's still going to be a lot of craziness in the world. There certainly here is in America. And I know there's there in South Africa, very similar. So um, I don't think everything's just going to go back to normal. But what I do think is it's a great time to advance the gospel. Praise God. There's never been such a great time to advance the gospel. In fact, I remember when I was a youth pastor back in the day, maybe 25 years ago, I'd be saying things like, shake the earth, Lord. Lord, just shake the earth. We need revival. We need you to shake the whole earth and get everyone out of their comfort zones. Well, I don't believe God did this. I don't believe that the the virus and all these crazy things are happening. It's not God, but you know what? God will use it for his good. And you know what? The earth has been shaken. The whole world's been shaken. And what we've seen in this last 10, 12 months has been nothing short of, of you know, it's biblical proportions. It's, it's completely different to any of us have ever experienced. But we can use it for the gospel. I believe it's a great time for the word of God to go forth. I believe it's a great time, praise God, to tell people how much Jesus loves them. In fact, I don't think there's ever been a greater time, certainly not in our lifetime, where we could proclaim the gospel, praise God. So I'm so excited for Faithfield Church. I'm so excited for everyone connected there. I feel like I'm family there. I feel like I'm part of Faithfield Church. I love coming down to see you. I can't wait to come down and see you again. I'm hoping I'm going to be down to see you. Me and Carly will be down to see you in 2021, this year, right? In 2021. And um, Carly gives her love. We love you guys. We appreciate you. So let's get into the word today. God, give me a word. I was praying for you in the Holy Ghost. And I've been praying for, for a few days in the Holy Ghost about what to share today. And I believe God has given me a unique word for Faithfield Church. 
In fact, I've never spoken this message before. You know, some traveling ministers, we primarily travel. We do television um, and uh, we do media ministry, obviously. But then we also travel. And, you know, as a traveling minister, you can have basically one message and preach it all year. I mean, you can go to like 50 churches a year and preach. I think we went to something like 50 churches in 2019. And if we wanted to, we could preach the same message, right? If you're a pastor, then you've got to come up with a new message every week. So God bless pastors out there. God bless your pastors, cheap under fire. But um, this is a unique message. I've never taught this before and I was really praying in the Holy Ghost and I really felt like this is a message for Faithfield Church. I believe it's a message for your pastors, I believe it's a message for your leadership and I believe it's a message for everyone connected to Faithfield Church. This is, the, I, I believe this is straight from God, I believe this is straight from the throne room of God. So what the Lord was showing me, I was praying the Holy Ghost, I was praying the Spirit, I'd recommend it, it's great, you know what, when you don't know how to pray, pray in the Spirit. In fact, uh, um, I heard one minister put it this way, how can you pray in English until you've prayed in the Spirit? Because until you've prayed in the Spirit, you won't know what to pray for in English. So I encourage you to pray in the Spirit. I was praying in the Spirit and I believe the Lord gave me this word for 2021. And I believe this is it. For 2021, I believe you, you have people to meet, places to go, and you have a message to proclaim. Let me say that again. In 2021, you have people to meet, you have places to go, and you have a message to proclaim. This is your mandate. God has given you a mandate, praise God. And I believe that 2021, you're going to meet new people, go new places, and you're going to proclaim the good news. Amen. And you might say, Ashley, I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm just a stay home parent or I'm just a, you know, I just work in a store or I'm just a mechanic or I'm just a whatever. No, God has you as a minister. God calls you a minister, praise God. In fact, one of the greatest things I believe that's going to come out at this crazy time, uh, way back when the, when the virus started, when the pandemic started, the Lord woke me up very early and gave me a word. And I think I, I shared this with you last time I, I was uh, with you online. And that is, this is a reformation. This is actually going to uh, reset the church. There's going to be a reformation in the church. And I believe the biggest part of it is, you know, uh, uh, back before, part of the reformation was the fact that the body of Christ, or the people, the, the lay people, weren't allowed to read the word of God. Well, um, and then they were able to read that through the printing presses and all things like that. They were able to read the Word of God and everybody was able to read the Word of God. Well, I believe this Reformation is going to be about this. I believe up until now, the body of Christ at large has been about a few ministers doing the work of the ministry. The, you know, the pulpit ministers, the people preaching from a stage. And you know, God bless them, the, the men and women of God, the awesome men and women of God that are still preaching and praise God. We love them. But the, the problem is, is the, is the congregation or the lay people Okay, they think they come to a conference or come to church and just sit and they just they just uh, consume. They're not partakers. They're just spectators. I'm saying this reformation is going to be about the body of Christ doing the work of the ministry. You are called to do the work of the ministry. Amen. In fact, the fivefold ministers, their calling is to equip the saints. You're the saints. If you've given your life to Jesus, you're a saint today. And our job as fivefold ministers, Pastor Defara, Pastor Chipo, leadership, our job is to coach you and to equip you into actually the work of the ministry. The saints do the work of the ministry. You're meant to do the work of the ministry. I don't care what, how old you are, how young you are. I don't care how educated you are. I don't care where you work, where you don't work. I don't, none of that. You are called, every single one of us is called to do the work of the ministry. It's called to proclaim the good news, amen. We are, that's our calling. We're, we're called to share the love of Jesus. We accept it ourselves and then we freely give it away. And that's your calling. So, People to meet, places to go, and a message to proclaim is what the Lord put on my heart. You know, how many of you know God does everything through relationships, through people, through meeting people, connections? I mean, everything. We could go through the whole Bible. The whole Bible, you know, one of the main things of the Bible is people interacting with each other. 
people meeting other people, people going to meet other people, people being sent to meet other people. You know, I was just thinking in, in, um, in Acts 9, you know, Acts 9 with, uh, with uh, Ananias, you know, the, the Lord tells Ananias, go and meet this, this Saul. Go and go, you know, the Lord told Ananias directly, go and talk to Saul. And Saul was a persecutor. He was persecuting the church, right? He, he used to kill Christians for fun. So, so Ananias was like, Lord, are you sure? Are you sure you want me to go and meet Saul? I mean, he's a bad dude. I'm not sure I want to go and meet Saul. He kills Christians. You know, hello. But you know what? He was obedient. He was obedient to God and he went and met Saul. And that meeting in Acts 9 between Ananias and Saul was, was, was God speaking directly to Saul, who we now know as the Apostle Paul. And man, the Apostle Paul is one of the most, outside of Jesus, was probably the most powerful New Testament character wrote most of the New Testament, um, who we get most of our revelation from. I'm saying the Apostle Paul is so powerful, and yet it took a relationship with Ananias. It took Ananias to go and meet him. You know, in Acts 10, another great story in Acts 10 with Cornelius. You know, the Lord tells Cornelius, go and meet this man. And uh, he went and met Peter. And that's how the gospel went to the Gentiles. You know, up until then, the gospel was only preached to the Jews. But because of Cornelius's obedience. In fact, it says in Acts 10 that um, the Lord said, your prayers and your arms, your prayers and your giving has come up before me. So important. You know, Cornelius was a businessman and he was a giver and he gave. And the Lord said, your prayers and your giving have come before me. And that's why he chose Cornelius to go and speak to Peter. Cornelius' relationship with Peter was key for the gospel to go out to the Gentiles. God has new people for you to meet this year. In 2021, God has people for you. In fact, I love this verse in Isaiah 43. Isaiah chapter 43, verse 4. Isaiah 43, verse 4. The end of that verse says, I have people for your life. The Lord has people for you. The Lord has people for you to meet. The whole kingdom works off relationships. In fact, how can you say you love God if you don't love people? We should have this attitude. Who are we going to meet today and how can we make their lives better? Think about that. How are we going to, everybody you meet today, okay, it might be in the gas station, in the petrol station. It might be in the grocery store, in the shop. It might be walking down the street. It might be the security guard. Whoever you meet today, how can you bless them? How can you make their life better than before they met you? God has people for you to meet, new people for you to meet today. You don't know how you're going to change people's lives today. I mean, one time I was driving down the road and um, there was a guy hitchhiking on the side of the road. You know, he was, he was hitchhiking, trying to catch a, a ride. And I never pick people up. I just don't. And, uh, you know, lots of dangerous stories and things like that. So I don't pick people up. But as I drove, as I was getting closer to this guy, he looked like he was having a hard time. You know, he looked pretty rough and he's got his thumb out trying to get a ride. I felt the Holy Spirit say, pick him up. And I was like, no, Lord, I can't hear you. No, 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 I don't, I don't want to do that. And he said, pick him up, pick him up. And I was like, no, no, no. And I tried to have ignored the voice of God, a dangerous thing to do, trying to ignore the voice of God. And as I drove past him, it got really strong. You pick him up to the point where I kept driving. I had to turn around, come back and pick him up. So I turned around, come back, picked him up, opened the passenger door and he got in my truck. And he said, what do you do for a living? And I said, you know, I'm, uh, I'm a minister of the gospel. I'm a preacher. I'm a minister of the gospel. And he started, you can see uh, uh, some tears roll down his face. He said, you serious? I said, yeah. He said, you're a Christian? I said, yes. He said, he said, two minutes ago, he said, I just prayed. And I said, 
God, if you really are real, send one of your people to me right now. I want to know the true God. I want to know who the true God is. Send your ambassador to me right now. That was his prayer two minutes before I picked him up. I picked him up. We spent about half an hour talking. I shared with him the gospel. He was already born again as a child decades ago, but he recommitted his life. He received the baptism of the Holy Spirit. He got his prayer language. His countenance changed. We were praying the Holy Ghost together. When he got out of my truck, he was like a different person. He was lit up. He got out of my truck, he went to shut the door and then he opened it again. He looked at me and he said, I want you to know one thing. He said, I'd made up my mind because he'd had a bad, I mean, I won't go into it all, but he was in a bad place, uh, you know, lots of things going on in his life, just in a bad situation. But by the time he was filled with the Holy Spirit and by the time he had been praying and things, like, I mean, his countenance had changed. He was beaming Jesus. He got out of my truck and he said to me before he shut the door, he said, he said, I want to tell you one thing. He said, I'd already planned that tonight was going to be my last night. I'd already planned it. He said, I already planned it. He goes, tonight I was going to be, it was going to be my last night. He was going to kill himself that night. And you know what? God gave me the honor of meeting him and presenting the gospel and, and, and encouraging him and praying for him and leading him the back to the Holy Spirit. And now his life's changed forever. I'm telling you, God has got people for you to meet. God has got people for your life. Isaiah 43, verse 4. He's got people for your life. And there's, I mean, it's all about people. It's all about loving people. We love God through loving people. And when we realize God has people for us, you don't have to try and manipulate this. I wonder, I wonder who God's got for me. No, we just delight ourselves in the Lord. We allow the Lord's love to penetrate us. We just, we just love on the Lord. We worship the Lord. We go about our daily lives. But you know what? God's going to connect us with people if we'll believe it. Let's start believing that God has people for our lives. In fact, wherever you're watching right now, Facebook, YouTube, however you're watching this right now, I want you to, to say, make this proclamation by faith. God has people for me. God has people for me to meet this year. I'm telling you, God has people for you to meet this year. And you're going to change their lives. I'm telling you, you're going to change their lives. You have something for them and it's so important for you to meet these people and it's so important to have this attitude. Don't be too busy for people. Don't ever be too busy for people. You know, Jesus was never too busy. I mean, he was on his way to heal somebody and someone else would stop them. And, and you, know, um, you know, whatever was going on, he would stop and pay attention to that person who, who called upon him. You know, whether it was blind Bartimaeus, whether it was the woman with the issue of blood, whoever it was, Jesus would stop and talk to people. He was never too busy. Don't be too busy for people. You know, sometimes I've been around, and I've been guilty of this too. We get so busy, you know, we're, we're in a, a, a shop or we're in somewhere, and we don't even look up from our phones. We're just like, yep, yeah, okay, bam, bam, and that's it. And we do a transaction or, or you know, maybe we just see someone in an elevator or something like that, and that's it, over. Just think about this. How could you leave that person better off? And it doesn't have to be a deep thing. You could just say, how are you doing? Hello, how are you doing? And, and you know, just ask them, how's your day going? And before long, you can get into a conversation and it's amazing how you can, um, you know, change someone's life by some simple words. It's, been, it's happened to me so many times where I'm able to, to do things and help people. And maybe it's give them an offering. Maybe it's to encourage them with a word. Maybe it's just to speak. Maybe it's to prophesy. You know, the spiritual gifts really are meant for outside the body of Christ. I mean, we use them in church. Don't get me wrong. It's great to use the spiritual gifts in church, but that's really just like the practice place. When we're out in the streets, when we're out in the store, when we're in the petrol station, when we're in our workplace, when we're in our college, when we're wherever we are, that's the best place to use the spiritual gifts. Words of knowledge, words of wisdom. I'm telling you, when you give someone a word of knowledge, word of wisdom, when you prophesy to them, you start reading their mouth, they're going to listen to you. You're going to be like, woo, something's real here. It doesn't matter how much of a heathen they are. They're going to listen to you when you start telling them things about their lives and start operating in the spiritual gifts. So always be praying, Lord, you have people for me to meet today. I thank you, Lord, there is new people 
come into my life. I thank you for divine connections. You know, divine connections are so powerful. So powerful. And um, it's happened to me so many times. And I can honestly say the way our ministry's grown, the way we've had any type of success has been through divine connections. Divine connections are so powerful. And, you know, again, you can't manufacture them, but you pray and you believe for them. You believe for divine connections. I believe God has divine connections for you in 2021. God can get you exactly where you need to go. You know, the the world would say, this isn't even a, a, a... a spiritual principle. This is just the world. The world would say you're just like four or five relationships away from from anyone you need to meet. I mean, like your success is just four or five relationships away. I mean, a friend of a friend of a friend. And before you know it, it, things are happening. And I'm telling you, we need to pray and believe God for divine connections. And divine connections are so powerful. You know, I'm just thinking about your pastors, you know, pastors Tafara and Chipo. We love them, them guys so much. You know, they're some of our closest friends in the gospel. We love serving the Lord with them. And uh, me and Tafara, just, we're just brothers from another mother, praise God. I tell you, we, we love serving the Lord together. But how we met. It was through a friend and uh, we got connected. And anyway, we had a trip planned to come to Johannesburg. Our first trip was going to go to Johannesburg. We were also going to go to Cape Town to another friend of ours. And we was going to do all this ministry for, you know, uh, a week and a half or so. It was all planned out. A lot of planning. I think maybe eight months in advance, we'd planned this trip. Flights were booked. Hotels were booked. You know, accommodations, venues. We was going to do conferences. We was going to do a lot of ministry and lot, doing a lot of visiting and everything else. And very uh, ministry-packed. Um, you know, some people go on ministry trips and they, they might minister and then spend the rest of the time on vacation. We very rarely do that. I mean, we had one day off, I think, in, the, in nine or ten days. We go and we minister. So it was a very packed schedule. We was ministering in lots of places. It was going to be the first time we was going to have the honor to minister at Faithfield Church. We was going to speak at Designer Life, um, part, you know, the, the conference, Designer Life. Um, so it was all set. I mean, it was, it was all set. Everyone was excited. We'd met Pastor Chief and Defara via uh, Zoom meetings, you know, via Skype and Everything was set. Everything was ready to go. And we was, we was ready. We was leaving on Thursday um, to go out there. And I believe it was uh, um, September, if I remember rightly. Well, two days earlier than that, Tuesday, on the Tuesday, we had something happen in our family. I won't go into the details, but we have three teenage, well, only uh, one of them is a teenager now. We have a 20, nearly 21-year-old, 20-year-old, and, um, and a 17-year-old. So um, one of our, our teenagers had, was off at college. Anyway, cut long story short, we had a family crisis. And I'm telling you, this is one of the worst things, one of the worst attacks on our family we've ever experienced. And we've experienced some attacks. I mean, I've been, I've been sued many times, been to court many times. Um, our daughter was given a week to live. Praise God, that was 15 years ago. And she is 100% healed and healthy right now. Praise Jesus by the power of God, miraculously healed. But we, we had to walk her through that. I mean, she was, she was three years basically of her life um, in pain and, and in and out of hospital. So we had lots of crises happening in our family, okay? We're not like, uh, we're not saying this is just something small. This was a big crisis. And this is actually one of the worst attacks we've ever had on our kids. So this was Tuesday. We was meant to leave on Thursday. And I was like, there's no way I'm going to fly 9,000 miles literally to the the other side of the world, you know, where we are in America, you know, um, uh, literally South Africa is like the other side of the world. I said, there's no way I'm going to fly 9,000 miles and uh, and leave one of my kids when they need me the most. It's it's just not happening. So I was fixing, uh, you know, that's very American saying fixing. I was getting ready to cancel the trip. And this was the day before we was leaving. This was now Wednesday morning. 
The crisis happened Tuesday. This is Wednesday morning. I'm going to phone South Africa, which was now Wednesday night. I was going to phone Wednesday night and say, hey, you know I'm meant to be arriving tomorrow. Well, guess what? I'm not coming. The trip's off. Everything's off. Now, I'm a man of my word. When we, when we have an appointment, when we have a conference plan, speaking engagements, we just don't cancel. It, it doesn't matter what it is. I mean, I've got on planes before now, sick. I mean, you know, just like feeling terrible. I've got on planes now with all sorts of crises going on. I mean, we, we make it happen. If planes are canceled, we'll drive. I mean, we'll make it happen. And we, I'm a man of my word. I believe that you swear to your own hurt. So I'd given uh, Chipo and Defaro my word. I'd given these other ministers my word. I mean, this was, a, this was a heavy decision. I was not happy about making this decision. But ultimately, I believe that family comes before ministry. So a lot of people get this mixed up. You know, they think that ministry is God. Ministry isn't God. I believe that our priority should be God, our relationship with God, God number one, then our family, then ministry. I believe it should be God number one, then our family. I'm talking about our family as our spouses, our husbands or our wives, and our immediate children. That's how I believe it should be. And then ministry. So God, family, ministry. That's how I, I tell people we should operate. So at this stage, my family, my, my, uh, one of my children needed me more than I needed to be in ministry. So I was just about to cancel the trip. Very heavy decision. I was like, this is, this is really bothersome. You know, Remember, God has people for you to meet places for you to go and a message for you to proclaim so this was really heavy on me and my dad called me now my me and my uh, dad my mum and dad live in Spain my dad's Spanish and he lives in Spain Europe uh, my mum and dad and we maybe talk maybe once every couple of months on the phone we're not great at, at uh, communication but we've talked maybe once every couple of months where well, he called me right when I was thinking about making this decision right when the deadline was to cancel the whole trip would have cost everyone thousands of dollars, would have put a lot of people out. My dad called me and uh, he phoned me and he very rarely calls me and he called me and he said, son, he said, I had a dream about you last night. God gave me a dream about you last night. Now he's never had this before. He's never had it since. He is not, I mean, he, is, he has never had a dream about me. He's never had a word from God for me. He has never ministered to me like this before. This was a one-off. And he called me and he said, I've got, I had a dream about you last night and I need to share it with you. And at that minute I submitted, I said, God, you are speaking to me through my dad. Whatever he says, if he says go, I'm going to go. If he says you mustn't go, I'm going to stay and I'm going to let you speak to me through my dad. And make that phone. So he said, son, he said, the Lord showed me last night that you've got this trip coming up. And he didn't even know where I was going. He said, you've got this trip coming up. He said, this is going to be one of the most important trips. He said, when you get there, they're going to roll the red carpet out for you. And this is going to be very important. He said, there's new people you're going to meet that are going to be lifelong people. There's new places you're going to go that's going to be lifelong places. He said, you need to go. You're going like an ambassador of the kingdom of God. And you need to go on this trip. The devil's trying to stop you, but you need to go. The devil's trying to stop you, you need to go. And I was like, wow, this is, I need to submit to this word. So he said, and he kept saying, they're going to roll the red carpet out in the spirit realm. You know, in the, spiritually speaking, the red carpet's going to be rolled. This is important. He said, there's people, new people you're going to meet and new places you're going to go. I was like, yes, Lord. So reluctantly, we got on the plane. You know, it takes like 35 hours, two planes. Um, one, one of them takes 17 hours, Atlanta to Johannesburg. I think it's 15 and a half hours there and 17 hours back. So we did like 35 hours of traveling, got there. I, it was really bothering me that, 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 you know, one of my kids needed me. The whole trip, I was texting and calling and checking on them, and really, it was really burdensome. But you know what? When we got there, it was one of the most significant ministry trips we've ever had. First of all, we got to meet your awesome pastors, and uh, they're some of the greatest relationships in ministry we have today, praise God. So, so meeting uh, Chipo and Defara was, well, I mean, it was just awesome. It was, it was powerful. And then being at Faithfield Church, being at Designer Life, going across to Cape Town, all these things happened. You know what happened during that trip? We met pastors Chipo and Defara. We met uh, with TBN Africa, who we're now on. We're now on TBN Africa daily, praise God. We met with the, with the leader of Kenneth Copeland Ministries, 
And um, they helped us, help us in Africa. You know, so many kingdom relationships were established during that trip. And now, outside of America, you know, we have uh, more ministry going on in Africa than anywhere else in the world, outside of America. We're on daily television. We have a, a phone line. We have an office now established in Africa, uh, in South Africa, to serve Africa. We're able to ship out products. We're helping hundreds of people a month in Africa uh, through that trip, through that connection, through your pastors and uh, through that trip. So how important was it for me to meet your pastors? How important was it for me to obey the voice of God and go somewhere new? I'm telling you, God has people for you and he's no respecter of faith. What he did for me, he'll do for you. Maybe it's in your workplace. Maybe there's someone in your workplace you're going to meet. Maybe it's in your, in your college, in your schooling. Maybe it's even your family. Whatever it is, God has new places for you to go. And not just places geographically, you know, like I went to South Africa for the first time on that trip. Not just geographically, but also places spiritually, places that your family have never been before. For some of you, as I was praying, I really felt some of you are going to own property when your family has never owned property before. That's a new place for you to go. That's a new place. That's, that's, that's a new place in the spirit, if you like, for you to go. You're going to own property and you've never owned property before. Some of you are going to have education. You're going to have college education where no one else has got college education around you or in your family. This is a new place for you to go. Some of you are going to go to college and you've never been to college before and none of your family have. You're taking new territory. You're going new places. I'm telling you, God has new places for you to go and he has new people for you to meet, praise God. And it's so important to trust him with these connections. Believe God for these connections and then trust him for them. Don't try and push and pull and make them happen. Just let them happen uh, uh, organically, but be believing God for them because God has new people for you to meet. I'm telling you, new places for you to go in 2021. I could tell you so many stories about things. I mean, one time I was in, uh, uh, actually leading Caris Bible College, uh, which we're graduates from. We love Caris Bible College. I was actually leading all the extension schools. So I had about 30 or 40 Caris Bible College is under me in my in my care. Two and a half million dollars worth of budget I had to sort out, and um, you know, forty or fifty staff under me. And I was running Caris Bible Colleges, um, you know, extension schools outside of Colorado. And I had this problem with some of my directors, and I didn't know how to to deal with it. And I was praying for wisdom. I was like, Lord, I pray for wisdom. And I was in a hotel. I was traveling in California, and I was in a hotel. And that morning, I got up and I prayed. And I was like, Lord, give me wisdom over this situation. How do I deal with this situation? I don't know how to deal with it. I got on the plane and it was a southwest plane, which means you get sit anywhere. You can sit anywhere you want. So I sat up front and uh, I sat down and this elderly gentleman sat next to me and he was well in his 80s. I mean, he sat next to me and he started talking to me. And I was like, oh, Lord, I've got a two hour flight. I don't want to talk. I just want to put my headphones on, read a book. I mean, I just read my Bible. I don't want to talk. You see, that's the wrong attitude. God had somebody for me to meet and I almost missed it. And he's talking to me, talking to me. So in the end, I, carry, I, I, I take my headphones out and I carry on the conversation with him. I found out this guy was, the, was retired now, but he used to be the CEO of one of the largest companies in America. If I named the company, you know who it is right now. And he told me he was the CEO of this company. And I was like, no, 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 he's lying. So while he's talking to me, I got my phone before we took off. We're still on the, on the, on the, in the airport, you know, on the, on the, in the, in, waiting to take off. I'm on my phone and I'm looking and I'm Googling his name. I'm Googling the company and I'm looking. And sure enough, back in 1994, whenever it was, I look at the CEO and there's his picture. His hair was a different color, but there he was. He's the leader of a Fortune 500 company, one of the biggest companies in America. He was the CEO. I was like, I get to meet with this guy for two hours. So I asked him this, uh, this question about this situation I had. 
guess what? He had the wisdom of God on that situation. He knew exactly how to deal with it. Why? Because of his experience. He gave me his email address. He gave me his phone number. He said, Ashley, stay in touch with me. That guy was wisdom. I'm telling you, God had a person for me to connect with. God had people for me to meet so that he could give me things. God has things for you. He has things for your life and they're going to come through people. Very rarely does God just rain things down from heaven. Most of the things we need, we, we get through relationships, through people, praise God. People are so important. We love God by loving people, amen. I'm telling you, God has new people for you to meet and he has, uh, he has new places for you to go. Not just geographically. I believe many of you are going to go new places, maybe new towns, maybe new neighborhoods, maybe new countries, maybe new continents for you to go, but also spiritually in promotions, in owning things and things like that, new places for you to go. Go. and then a message to proclaim um, you have a message to proclaim you know what the message is it's Jesus amen it's Jesus I love this in um, in uh, um, uh, Acts well in Colossians 1 28 Colossians 1 28 says him we preach Jesus we preach and then in 2 Timothy 4 2 2 Timothy chapter 4 verse 2 it says preach the word preach the word how do you know even though the world's going crazy there might be a thousand different problems. The answer is still the same. The answer is still Jesus. I'm telling you, the answer is still the Word of God. The, the Word became flesh, John 1, right? The Word became flesh. So Jesus, the Word, it's the same thing. The answer is Jesus. The answer is in the Word of God. Amen. And here's the, here's the message we're proclaiming. Ultimately, the message we're proclaiming is, whosoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. The message we're proclaiming is, God loves you. Jesus loves you. And he wants relationship with you. God wants you in his family. God's accepted you and he wants you to accept him. He wants you to say yes to him. It's a very simple message. You might say, Ashley, I haven't been to Bible school. I, I can't quote 20 verses like your pastor. I can't teach as well as your pa you know, as pastor DeFar. I can't do these things. You don't have to. You just have to tell people about your best friend. Proclaiming the gospel is telling people about your best friend. Let me tell you about Jesus. Here's the answer to your marriage problems. Let me tell you about Jesus. Here's the answer to your, to your financial problems. Let me tell you about Jesus. Here's the answer to your anxiety and your stress. And your, let me tell you about Jesus. Here's the answer to your physical problems. Here's the answer to that pain. You know, the doctors are giving you this report, but I have a better report for you. I have the good news. You know, the bank has given you this report, but I have a good news for you. You know, you're, you're, whatever it is, whatever hours and whatever problems they're going through, Jesus is the answer. The message is the same. The message message hasn't changed you know what's happened the message has just got brighter your light has got brighter let your light shine your light has got brighter do you know why because people need Jesus more than ever before before we could live without God right it was easy the world was okay now we don't know our future is not certain people are panicking they don't know what to do so now's the time to tell them about Jesus now's the time to shine your light just by you not being in fear by not being consumed with fear and consumed with worry and being anxious and being entangled with the things of this world, you're going to stand out. And people are going to say, how come you're not worried? How come you're not anxious? And you say, well, my future is secure. Whatever happens in the world, whatever happens with pandemics, whatever happens in the government, whatever happens economically, my future is secure. So I've got no worry, no fear, and I'm secure. And people are going to say, Man, take me to your leader. I want to know. I want to know about this Jesus. People are going to be asking us. People are going to be knocking on our doors. Tell me about your God. Tell me about Jesus. You have a message to proclaim. It's the gospel. It's the good news. You need to get into to believe in that. You need to realize that God's called you. He needs you. God has need of you. God has people for your life for you to meet. He has places for you to go and he has a message for you to proclaim. I'm telling you, Faithfield Church, you individually, pastors Chipo and Defara cannot reach Johannesburg. They cannot reach South Africa. They cannot reach Africa. They cannot reach the world. But together, 
You can do it. I'm telling you, we can do it together. That's the whole idea. It's, it's exponential growth. It's compounding interest, if you like. As we go out as ministers, we can reach people. You can reach people that I'll never meet, that Pastor Defar will never meet. You can reach people and change people's lives right there, praise God. You go out. In fact, the Lord tells us to go. Go into all the world. Amen. The Great Commission. Go into all the world and proclaim the gospel. Mark 16, 15. Mark 16, 15 says, go. Go into all the world. You know, I tell people three quarters of God's name is go, right? Three quarters of God's name is go. We're meant to go out and God's going to go with us, praise God, as we proclaim his love to people around the world. As we tell people the good news, tell people the gospel. Amen. I'm excited for you in 2021. I'm excited that God has new people for you to meet, new people's lives for you to change, new people for you to love on and to minister to and to encourage. He has new places for you to go, new places around the world and new places spiritually, new places in your, in your finances, new places in your health, new places in relationships. He has new places for you to go and he has the same message for you to proclaim. You have the message of the cross to proclaim. You have the message of the gospel, the power of the gospel to proclaim. And as you proclaim it, I'm telling you, people's lives are going to be changed around you. Don't worry about all the things you don't know. Know what you do know. You do know Jesus loves everyone. Go and tell people that and tell them, you know, Acts 2.21, tell them the truth. Acts 2.21, whosoever calls on the name of the Lord, the homeless guy, if he calls on the name of the Lord, he's going to be saved. Whosoever calls on the name of the Lord, the famous lady down the street, she calls on the name of the Lord, she'll be saved. Whosoever, your friend at work, he might be, a, he might be the, the worst heathen you've ever met, but if he calls on the name of Jesus, he will be saved. You have people's answers. You have people to meet. You have places to go and you have a message to proclaim the Lord has need of you he has need of you to proclaim this message praise God I'm excited for Faithfield Church in 2021 I'm excited for standing with you and to walk with you and to serve Jesus with you and I'm telling you Jesus is Lord and this year 2021 you're going to see some great new things it's going to be a great year for the gospel to go forth amen let me pray for you Father God I thank you for everyone connected in Faithfield Church right now I thank you Lord, for everyone, every family, every person connected with Faithfield Church. I thank you Lord, for pastors Chipo and Defara. I thank you for their wisdom and their anointing. I thank you Lord, you have called them to lead these people. You've called them to in leadership, in the, in, not just in Johannesburg or South Africa, but in the continent of Africa, Lord. I thank you, Lord, they are apostles to Africa. I thank you, Lord, for more influence. I thank you for increased influence for every family in Faithfield Church. I thank you for increase in their finances, increase in health, for people's bodies to be healed in Jesus name I thank you for the miracle working power of the Lord to flow out from that church I thank you Lord that that Sunday is just going to be a get together where people tell stories about how the Lord's been working throughout the week I thank you Lord, for marketplace miracles marketplace miracles right now in Jesus name I thank you Lord, for marketplace miracles I thank you for miracles in people's homes miracles in people's schools miracles in people's businesses and in their workplaces in Jesus name I thank you Lord for for Johannesburg being changed by Faith Hill I thank you Lord, for South Africa to be changed, for Africa to be changed, for the world to be changed through Faithfield Church. I thank you, Lord, you're going to take something seemingly small and multiply it exponentially and give it influence and faith. Faithfield Church has favor. You have favor. You have favor. Wherever you go, you have the favor of the Lord surrounding you. And wherever you go and whoever you meet, that favor of the Lord is going before you. I'm telling you, it's overtaking you and you are going to see miraculous workings of the Lord divine supernatural connections in Jesus name 
I thank you, Lord. I thank you for everyone's health and healing. I thank you they are prospering in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. If you agree with that, say amen right now. Facebook, YouTube, put in the comments. Amen. I believe it. I believe it. I receive it. I believe I receive it. 2021, you have people to meet places to go, and a message to proclaim. Hey, I love you. I can't wait to be with you in person real soon. And until then, thanks for being with me this morning. And I look forward to next time I'm with you. God bless you. We hope this message has been a blessing to you. Thank you for listening. To find out more about how you can become a partner, visit faithhill.tv today. That's who